Three, two, one. Welcome everybody back to the Build Different Podcast. We are here once again with High and Inside. This is episode 22. And guess what it also is? Our one year anniversary episode. You know, I'm pumped. I've loved every step of this journey. You know, from the bottom of my heart, fellas, I love y'all. Um, you know, making my dream, your guys' dream. Uno. This is this has been fun. Every time we get on here, we just have mad fun. And I'm I'm very thankful for that. You know, to the viewers, love y'all too. We're getting a decent following now, which I absolutely love. You know, we're gonna take this to the moon, man. We're not gonna stop making content. And, you know, enough of the sappy shit. <laughs> Let's get right into it. I'm here with Wolfie, not so white Chris, and Ricky Mickey the second. Take is simply that you know, I think Angels fans and White Sox fans should be very grateful that they won the, their World Series in the in the 2000s that they did. Because um, if they didn't, we'd probably be looking at these two franchises a lot, a lot worse. Because, I mean, I don't think it could get any worse for these guys. Like the Angels, again, they have gone all in for, I think, the 17th time in a row, and they are not going to get the results out of it. The White Sox, you know, with the whole mm-hmm. Tim Anderson thing, their their franchise is in absolute shambles, and it shouldn't be. I mean, I ranted <laughs> about this last year often. I thought, you know, the White Sox, they should have been a generational team with all the talent that they had, but somehow, some way, they found a way to just suck, and this isn't even your usual suck. Pause. <laughs> this isn't even your usual suck. This is, like, disastrous. So, Ricky... What's up, man? What is up, Rick? Be honest. Rick. <laughs> What's happening, yo? Um, yeah, busy week. Busy week. Well, two weeks, actually, um, for me or whatever. Um, yeah, this it's been an interesting race. And I've been really – I've been – me personally, I've been keeping my eye on, like, all the, the rookies that's helping. A lot of these teams that's in the race as well, like this uh, this this sound kid in – on the Brewers, I'm like, yo, why? What? How did how Brewers did needed that? They need my that. Nose, my radar. Yeah, they needed some juice, and he gave them the whole minute mate. <laughs> and he's amazing. I, I, I love the kid. Um, there's a whole bunch of guys around the league. I, I, I'll probably get to later on, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm still stewing about my my bombers, man. Like and I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to that later. Um, that's was it. That's was grinding my gears. To be honest, like I came into this like, yo, this is not gonna be the best day for me, <laughs> person. Like I already catch a, a lot of uh, unexpected shotgun shells from this man beneath me. If 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 he is gonna, yeah, this guy here. Um, yeah, well, from what my viewpoint, you're beneath. You're beneath me, like in the standings. Hopefully, anyway. But yeah, facts. Yeah, what facts. we, what we, and why we're we're hoping. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm we're a, all of this together. Well, what's all up, Chris? Together. What is what is up? <laughs> it's to me, to me, it's crazy. Like how a week. Like if you look back two episodes ago, I'm fucking hype. Red Sox, you know, going into the trade deadline, you know, no moves, no moves were made. We don't get the starting pitching we needed. We don't get any pitching, really. Just how um, I like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's to me, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Ricky, and I, I hate to say it. Um, just 
It's it's getting lit. It's not even getting cold, but I already got seasonal depression because <laughs> the fucking Red Sox are just not playing well. Uh, rebounded last night, you know, against the Royals, losing right now, live. But it's just it's sad because it's just sad. It's just sad. <laughs> like I'm, 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 you got more. It's just, you got more hope season. in Town than we do. We we I still have hope, but it's just like we were we were like coming back past the Yankees. You know we're we're primed, ready to go. You know we, we're getting Sale back, we're getting Whitlock back, Tanner Hoke's coming mm. back. Like everybody's coming Chris back. Chris Sale's been coming back for um, like four years now. <laughs> hey man, yeah, he's been yeah, he's like it's the just, Dr. Dre of pitching. Like, at least he's, he's pitched more games than Steven Strasburg. Like that detox is coming, y'all. Like, I I wish he was more like Eminem, and he just you know he just said he was back and and yeah. was ready to go. Just come but, back and blaze some fire you know. verse. And then like and then he did he on just, that uh, track recently. And then you know maybe got that, uh, maybe once he's there for a little bit, he, he can hop on to like the greatest ever and give get himself back onto the to that category. But till now mm-hmm. he's just he's like. He's he's Strasburger to me, you know. He's just Strasburger of the AL. But oh wow, fair wow, enough, unless... fair enough. Wolf, that's Wolf, how, give us. <laughs> that's pretty. We had, we had a couple scary. of depressing opening takes there, Wolf. Don't please tell me you're on the up. Sorry up. guys, you still got Pete Alonso hitting bombs, man. What's up? Sorry YouTube. I was gonna say I was gonna go a little bit of a depressing take. A team that was a little depressing, which is the Arizona Diamondbacks. How they fall? Yeah, they're only a game a above 500 note. now. Yeah. Yeah, so but I'm going to kind of switch it to a positive note, which is, you know, it's one team we don't talk about, and they are in first place, and I know Chris, I'm on Chris's side. I think they are going to falter, but Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. Twins are still in first place. Dude, like, they're yeah, actually... And, that, dude, the and, Guardians are like, falling off. Actually, Guardians are falling off, too. Yeah, and five and a half. I don't nine, know. That pitching staff, Buxton comes back soon. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, you know, they're, oh, my God, watch out for the Twins. But, like, if they could get in, man, like, I don't know. They're a little sneaky. They got some pitching. Yeah. They have some pitching. Yeah, and, I, yeah, they, and their bullpen Korea, is Buxton. a fire department. You, you know yeah. what's their problem? It's the fact that, like, live right now, Sonny Gray is through six innings, only gave up two earned runs, K's 10 people, and they're down 3-0. They, <laughs> they just need okay. consistent run, yeah. run support. Like. It, and that's why I'm hoping that Buxton coming back. Sonny is such a tease, though. Uh, and that's why they have, like, the Twins, they have the most, like, inconsistent hitters. Like, they got Joey Gallo, who hasn't hit a home run in fucking weeks. You got Carlos Correa, <laughs> who's having a really bad year, but he's starting to pick it up, though. Um, Byron Buxton, he's been on and off, on and off way too much. I don't even think he's hitting um, above 230. I could be wrong. Um, but... I think the Guardians, though, I mean, it's just they are falling off, and it's something unreal. I mean, their their pitching is doing decently still, but when it comes to their hitting, I mean, Jose Ramirez hasn't been having the, you know, beast, beast year that we expect from him, but it also comes from the other people, like Jimenez, he's not really doing good at all. Um, Oscar Gonzalez isn't, you know, doing that good. I think Josh Naylor is the only other guy on that team that's Josh producing. has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Josh has been fantastic, but yeah, it's a two man lineup. You 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 got you got seven holes. It's like and they have such oh their pitching is like to be like 
adored or envied. It, it, they have they got everything. Seven, six, seven, eight inning guys. You got uh, I can never pronounce the guy name right. Uh, Klaus. Yeah. Classe. <laughs> I met at, at the at the at the um at closer. He's oh, he's scary. And and they're starting pitching, but they're all never healthy at the same time. And I, they don't. Yeah, that even with Jose Ramirez, that that team they they need that they, they, they don't frighten you. They're a toothless yeah, tight. That that um that division is for the taking, and it would be crazy to think in August that Minnesota would be in the mix even for the division title. But the way it's looking, it's almost getting handed to them. Um, all they gotta do is just steady the ship. Don't go on no. Nine out of ten losing. Uh, it was getting handed to them like last that. year too. I mean, it, it feels like the last couple oh. of years, like it <laughs> should be the twins. By the way, teams in some way, shape, or form, they're almost alike. They got great pitching. Yeah. They got a beast yeah. in the bullpen. Their middle guys are really good too. Um, Griffin Jacks. I got to see how he's been doing this year. Every time I see they're him, actually he's so business. similar now that you really bring it up, man. They're and like, it's like, yo, the lineup just don't have that one guy that's like, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, Ramirez, Austin, like, like staff, good, good closer, like, yeah. damn near in the, in, I mean, same division. Like, it's crazy. Go ahead, Chris. It did very parallel. Yeah. Two two things I want to bring up. Ricky said nobody counted. Nobody had the Twins in any contention coming into year. I think. I think. I, 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 I think some people have. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not bashing you because you're an Inkies fan. But <laughs> some people. <laughs> some people. Oh, please, please. Some people. I'm, I'm I know. A I'm just, Vikings I, fan. I'm, uh, I love Prince. Like Minnesota's I'm dope. Saying, KG I'm for saying, life. I think like, some people. I don't some want people no thought What they what with uh, Pablo Lopez coming over there? You know they they had they had. Uh, Joe Ryan, a pretty decent offseason, you know, retaining what at the time people thought Crea, you know, two other teams outbidding, not outbidding, but just getting him and, you know, a lot of whole shit with the physicals. But um, I think I think in Cleveland, why I didn't have Minnesota in the mix, they let me down more than Minnesota. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And I I think uh, the second point I was going to say was that uh, everyone, well, myself, I thought for sure that McKenzie was going to come. I mean, obviously he can't control injuries or anything, but I right. thought this was going to be, be the year that Tristan McKenzie really s- stood up and was like, I'm the future of the franchise and I'm the future ace and, and ready to go. Um, and he showed that, I mean, he showed that all, all fucking spring training, but then, you know, he got hurt, but, and then he came back, got hurt again. So it's just, I, I feel like the biggest thing is the attrition, but, uh, and just consistency and and kind of because where did Karen check go? Karen check is I, I don't even know where Karen check is anymore. <laughs> Dude's dead. That's a good point. I'm not too sure. I'll say one thing too that division and no offense to any fans out there of them. God, that is a boring division. Yeah, I mean like, it's boring, it really but it's like I, I think it's just we got two really underperforming teams. I mean, if you look at the Minnesota Twins. Like, they have a rotation that's of Sonny Gray, Joe Ryan, Pablo Lopez, and not for nothing, Kenta Maeda is really, he's really starting to turn it around. Um, he's, putting, he's putting up some really good performances. Those four alone, if Joe Ryan could come back healthy, 
that's a rotation you want in the playoffs. And they have, I'm not saying the best bullpen, mm-hmm. but a bullpen that ends with Duran. Like, I love that. Um, and then, like, they're hitting. Like I said, they got Jorge Polanco, who's underperforming. Royce Lewis, who can't stay healthy. Byron Buxton, who can't stay healthy. Max Kepler, who's not playing up to par. Joey Gallo, Carlos Correa. If these guys lock in at the right time, I mean, like Wolf said, not saying that they'll go to the World Series, but they can put one of these teams away, in my opinion. I definitely can see it. On paper, if they perform to their career norms for the last two months or so, they're, they're in. Okay. They're in. How many, how many games are absolutely. the Guardians I think back six. right now, though? I think it's five and a half, six. Yeah, yeah, they've lost a lot of games lately. And it's just, it's yeah, another yeah. situation with them. Like, after watching last the, year, you well, would think, like, I know Ahmed Rosario got traded uh, to the Dodgers, but we see Ahmed Rosario. He's been fucking gas. Right. Dude. Like, Ahmed, gas. Um, Stephen Kwan, he's not hitting the hell out the ball. I mean, he's still hitting like 275, but he's not like what we. It don't go. It don't yeah, do we, nothing. Yeah, we thought he would be like a three hundred hitter, right? Threaten. You don't threaten. Yeah, we like. thought he'd be like a yeah. an Arreyes kind of guy, like like in that stratosphere, a guy who just hits the hell out the ball, doesn't give you power, is what it is. Um, and then like I said, Oscar Gonzalez gives you a little. Oscar Gonzalez looks fucking little. lost at the plate, and last year he he turned into a fucking gangster by by the end of the year. We were like, fuck, Oscar Gonzalez. I in the playoffs, he was. And Andres Jimenez is dog shit too. So be you're you're not getting a Lloyd Jimenez yeah. light. I Something I think like um that. I think you know who was the big a really big disappointment for them was Josh Bell. Uh, Josh Bell just because I feel like yeah we have mm. we have Quan we Quan's there he's gonna get on base even at two seventy five he's still right, getting right. on base when you know he, we're not saying he's not getting on base it's just I feel like even Jose Ramirez wasn't Jose Ramirez for the first part of the year so, and i just feel like those two guys getting not getting like off to a good start plus the injuries to the pitchers just you know they just couldn't ever get the, the chemistry and get the get quan in into the fucking rotten score traditionally you know, ramirez always gets hot around now and you know we're just me. but you need they might Would you... be inspired by what happened I need someone else to carry though at the, in the, when he's not. So my, I'm not it's like it's like the Red Sox with Xandar when Xandar yeah was a, was younger. He just never got. He was just never good. Now my question to you guys would be: Let's say the Guardians they completely fall off. You know they end up like eight, nine, ten games out of the division lead at the end of the year. Um, do you trade? Well, I think I think Shane Bieber is a free agent at the end of this year, right? We we can see him leaving at, at the very least, um, but do you tra- do you trade they're, those guys? Do you trade Shane Bieber, Jose Ramirez, and because you can get a lot, especially I'm for Cleveland, Ramirez. right? Yeah, I'm Cleveland, yeah. right? I'm not L.A. I'm not New York. I'm not Chicago. I'm not big market. Yes, yeah. and I get and I, I the highest bidder because it's like you traded block. Francisco Lindor um, and you revitalized your whole franchise. I'm pretty sure you can do that again with Jose Ramirez. He's still what it's, we would consider him still a top 10 hitter in the league, even top five on his best day when he's hot. Yeah. Dude, when, his contract. When he's crazy. hot, he's 10 in the 10 15 range with, with top five ability. Yeah. He's that freaking switch, good. He's switch hitter good. who's not trying he's to slouch with the glove. Dude, he's one of those players that literally would be the best player in baseball if he was on a better team like the Dodgers or something like that. 
But I, yeah. I don't think they're ever going to get rid of him, though, because he actually came back there for, like, such a good deal. Like, I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but I think it was almost, like, less than 20 mil a year or something. It was, like, crazy. No, he, he's, at, he's, at, um, he's at, I believe, 20.1. Yeah, okay. but if you right, so yeah, but right, let's man. say you have a team like I don't know, like in the off season. That's I can, incredible. If I imagine the teams yeah. that are going to be aggressive, like I think of like maybe the Texas Rangers, the Baltimore Orioles. Um, you know, I, I could even mm-hmm. see, you know, the Marlins trying to get crazy this off season. If one of these teams with prospects throw like a crazy deal your way, I feel like you got to get rid of Jose Ramirez. There's no point in holding him up. You know what team? Actually, yes. Yeah. You know, forward. if you trade Shane Bieber, you, 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 that, how do you go to Jose Ramirez and say, oh, we're competing this year? He's going to be like, yeah, you, we're going to have to work on something. Yeah. Work That's on, a on, thing too. on, you know, getting me somewhere else. Yeah. I don't think he would ever do it position wise, but you know what place I actually do think? Not even saying this just for Chris, but dude, imagine if he was like a Red Sox. I just like don't know why. I could definitely see that. Like him endeavors like I can see like, Texas crazy. too. Like position wise though, wouldn't work. That's why I thought like yeah, I because yeah. Texas they got the pitching yeah. just don't see the Cleveland. pitching prospects, a couple hitting prospects, send that to, uh, Cleveland's way. The Rangers would be disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yo, imagine Seeger, Ramirez, and Simeon yeah. in the middle of your lineup and then like Jung and Jonah Heim and all that. Oh, Adelise Garcia, like just rounding it out. Like that's just that's nuts. To be honest, a team that honestly should That's trade nice. for them, I and just once again, we're fans in here. I like he's like a guy the Yankees need to get. Like they have no third baseman. They could even stick him at DH sometime. Like I just terrible I, team. I terrible team. <laughs> terrible. Cleveland man. <laughs> terrible. I you know, know I suffered in silence when he said the Red Sox just now, but you know. <laughs> Like, it's true, I, mean, I started thinking about it, because they have cool. Devers at third. Like, that's all right, cool. like Josh Donaldson? Like, who would we doing? Put him at third at the Yankees. Oh, yeah, man. you saw that Josh Donaldson so wants good. to come back this year? <laughs> no way, really? Yeah, he said he's feeling good, and that's why I knew that injury was bullshit, because you know, they were trying to, like, write him off for the rest of the year. And he just came out and was like, oh, yeah, I'm oh, feeling good. Wow. I'm ready to come back, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm so over this experiment. I'm, I'm, I'm – pu- I threw in my lab coat long time Not ago the lab on coat. Josh Donaldson. <laughs> I'm so done with this experiment. It, and I done. feel like it's something you'll probably get into I'm more when we GM talk. But, like, when you actually think about it, the, like, return that you guys got back, like, dude, I would have much rather you guys still have Gio or Shella. Oh, my Crazy. Lord. I love Gio. I love Gio. When I heard we got Josh Donaldson and, and on the heels of what he did in Minnesota, I was like, all right, cool. Who, what, what we gave up? I was cool with everybody but Gio. That hurt. Because Ursula was doing his thing. And it hurt to see him get hurt, too, that, the other day. But too, move, moving on, that, I that, think uh, uh, that Guardians conversation was a good segue into the fight. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure everyone that's tuning in, you guys already know what happened. You know, Jose Ramirez slid in a second. <laughs> I guess Anderson tagged him too hard. I think Ramirez just woke up on the wrong side of the bed, started bitching. But Tim Anderson is the wrong guy to bitch to because he just wants to fight everybody. But Jose Ramirez, I, I guess he he took the invitation. Someone finally took the invitation, and he knocks <laughs> Tim Anderson out. It's actually crazy because Tim Anderson was trying to walk off the field under his own power. He couldn't. <laughs> and then on top of that, Jose Ramirez got suspended for three games. Tim Anderson, six. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Crazy. It, it, it's bad Crazy. enough. So Tim Anderson, it's bad enough you're on the White Sox. On top of that, the White Sox are having a bad year. You're having a horrible year. You've only had one home run all year. You're not even hitting for average. I don't know how he's still in the majors. Um, but then on top of that, you get fucking knocked out. <laughs> it took me sick to hear what it was going on. That's funny. I feel like... Uh, that was the Jose yeah. head. He said, what? <laughs> Boop. Get your hands off me, dude. All right, enough with the chains. Ding, ding, ding. I had to get that off. I would have played the whole record. Had the Tim Anderson bobblehead night, you know, live. Live. Um, Oh, my God. You know what's... That never gets... What's what's wild about the... You just get it and just can't. Taking all the L's, like this guy just can't bounce back. <laughs> Yo, this this, this two year stretch for Tim, I don't know what's happened. It, it's it, one it's, home run on that Tim Anderson. From, it, it's like inside out, like from the dugout, from the dugout to it, it's been on the field, not off the field quite, but still on the field. It, it's he's. he's He's a mass man. And then he and he had a pending free agent. This dude's about to get you picked the worst. This dude's about to get a two That's million insane. dollar contract yeah. with the Yankees. <laughs> Do you yeah, yeah, I could he's I can honestly see him doing that. <laughs> Do you give no. him like a No, he's uh, gonna be in Nippon. You bugging out. <laughs> before us. Then, no, I feel like somebody gives him a Cody Bellinger. Yeah, like not I, I can see him getting that like Cody Bellinger chance. Not like seventeen mil. Um, but I could see a team like maybe the Yankees or the Dodgers, um, even the Angels. I could see. Well, I don't know. It depends if Otani comes back. I don't think Orioles. He does. But just like just some random team's gonna give him like a a deal, let him prove himself again. He just needs to get out of there, man. I think it was. It goes back to my opening take. Like this, like the White Sox as a franchise is just crumbling, and like Tim Anderson's one of those guys that just lets everything affect him, like on a very deep personal level. And he needs to go to a team that, mm-hmm. like, you know, even the Yankees, like, they suck right now, but they're still, they have a winning record. All right, that's three Yankees. And... That's three Yankees. We are fine. We have Anthony. <laughs> he he will learn to hit the curveball. He will learn to hit a slider someday. He will. I promise y'all. We're good. We're good. We're good. I promise <laughs> you. We're good. We're good. I don't want Tim Anderson in that lot. No. 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 Please, no. I'm gonna say something nice about the Yankees. I'm gonna say something nice. And that was before the punch. (laughs) So, I feel like with with Volpe, like the biggest thing he's he's facing is just the comparison to Jeter. And like I remember watching one game against the Red Sox where it was the bottom of the ninth, and he hits this ball that looked like it was about to be a home run. It just sneaks foul, and you know it would have been a walk off. I and it's just like little. I feel like I feel like that dude has like a very long three to five years with if he doesn't if he you know what I mean like if he's I just I don't know he's just in the she's in the biggest shoes as a Yankee to fill like you know what I mean like the comparisons to Jeter like I don't know I just but I mean I feel for he's that not his predator but here's the thing that's not his predecessor you know Didi Gregorius is the one that had to deal with that 
And then after DD, it was Glaber. Gla- and... Yeah. But, so but I, these these writers in New York are pathetic, and it gets on my <laughs> nerves with this whole Jita uh, lust fest. Like, yo, you're gonna ruin everyone that plays in that in our spot in our shortstop spot if you keep throwing these comparisons in. And you know, as my good friend Robert from Baltimore will allude. Jeter was slightly overrated. Now I'm a now I'm gonna get killed. I don't know how I'm gonna walk the streets in New York without a mask. <laughs> I'll deal with that. I don't know. But it's kind of the, you look at the defensive metrics and all this kind of stuff. I won't go there. So I, I don't. I, don't know. He, I, I, mean, I pretty face. I used to think. I used to face think of that, the, the greatest franchise. I used to him. think that Derek Jeter was overrated, but then like you. You Slightly. just you gotta consider Slightly. everything though. Like he was still like an amazing, amazing mm-hmm. hitter. Um, defense, like I think he's very overrated defensively because you know if you watched him every day, he was not <laughs> he was not the best. But at the end of the day, like it was his leadership as well and keeping a crazy franchise like the Yankees in tune as much as he could. Uh, I don't I don't know about overrated, but at the same time, I do agree with you. I think like the media gotta pull back on these Jeter comparisons because it's hard to be him. Like, it's hard to be Jeter because at the end of the day, um, he's overrated, but at the same time, he's not um, good hitter, great clutch hitter, great leader. Um, it's just hard to emulate that. We overrate a lot of our athletes here in New York, y'all. I feel oh, like... Aaron, Aaron judges I, Jesus. I, I judges <laughs> Jesus. Let, let's... <laughs> I feel like just being, We're being bad, a Red Sox yo. fan... We're awful. We're terrible. I feel like anytime D- Jeter stepped stepped up to the plate, though, it was like this dude could get a hit. Yeah, that's right. just how I feel. Like when whenever when when it was clutch, you know, on the oh, opposite oh side, and I just feel like with it with his defense, I feel like what made him so great was when he made the timely plays, like the clutch plays, late and the, the the plays that mattered in the playoffs and and things of that sort, but. For I mean, the most part, he was I, I've always, him. I've always thought he was overrated my entire life. But. My, my thing is, <laughs> you know what the thing about Jeter is too is I, I feel like a lot of guys don't have it nowadays. Not necessarily the loyalty factor, but I feel like he wanted to win every single night, every at bat, every mm-hmm. play. Like he wanted to win. He wanted the Yankees to get to the playoffs and the World Series and win it all. Like and, not only just love being Yankee, but it seemed like every play he tried and to start. A player like him, baseball is cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in that uh, regard, but like a, <laughs> a <laughs> in that uh, regard, I say play, myself. A player like uh, Derek Jeter, though, like I think what I also admire was the whole Alex Rodriguez thing. Like being as big as he is, as much influence as he had, he could have said no. To, to this the Alex Rodriguez thing, but he wanted to win. He knew right. that getting Alex Rodriguez on the Yankees was their ticket to at least one championship. I felt like it should have been more, but at least one they got their their one um, out of that. And it it, it, t- it takes a lot to do that, especially you're someone like Derek Jeter. You represent you know just clean heroic like you're just that guy like you're that guy, and you're bringing in the biggest villain in the game. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. Um, he could easily said no to that, but it was. And our whole team is a villain, be honest. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. I admire that situation a lot, Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter, because it's funny how much <laughs> like they like still now in broadcasting. They're just they're <laughs> they're together, and they you could tell they don't want to be, and it's just it's the funniest shit. 
Uh, Chris is thrown <laughs> up in his mouth. He don't want to hear all this Yankee Right. Story. Yeah, he's so, so quiet. I, 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 Unfortunately. I feel like, I feel like earlier when you said, um, uh, you know, I sat through, I think this is how he said it. I sat through, I don't know, I forgot who the player was. He said, I sat through Jose said Reyes. player going to the Red Sox. And I didn't say anything, so I'm just giving you that moment back now <laughs> and let you just have your moment of talking about Yankees and just me being <laughs> giving you that moment. So this is me. I love this the beef. Is, this, is, this is like a give back for you. You see, like, that's the Nationals fans are like buddy buddies, or like, we don't give a fuck, we suck. You guys are like, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm on, I don't want to be in last place. Like, oh, that's funny because I can't well, say I'm in our division, and that's actually mad. Um, but moving on, real quick, we're gonna come back to the Yankees, unfortunately. Um, but I really want to quickly throw a shout out to Framber Valdez in there. Um, I know he's got he's gotten beat he's he got beat up today as we record this, but he threw a no hitter and under a hundred pitches um his last outing before that. Um the against the Guardians, <laughs> mentioning them again. Uh but the no hitter, I mean, this dude, man, Framber Valdez tch, nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. I always liked his his stuff. He's he's always been I mean from the from his inception, since he came up, he's been pretty wicked. And it was all always a matter of mastery. Like, that's because he word. always had that that's a good word. mastery. I like that. Yeah, because he always had that sinker. It was like the other pitches had potential, but he had no command, no control of them. And he, well, to me, he rode that, that sinker for the most part, his early success. Now everything is crisp, and he and he's throwing all of it, <laughs> so you don't know what's coming. A batter's are really out of time. He's not a he's a he'll strike you out, but he's not a big strikeout guy. He's a little bit of old school, new school mixed. Like I, I, I like I love that, it. Like, it's he, like he got that a, big repertoire. He got all those pitches like the back in the school pitchers had. Um, but like his movement is just so insane. Um, and he's still got velocity. And I think like, do you guys think like, I, I think he's Ground a top five pitcher today. I mean, I'll go, I'll go ahead and say it. I mean, I'd have to sit here and think about pitchers and name them, whatever, but I think he's a top five pitcher today. Definitely in the AL. Right. At the very Definitely least in the, in the AL. AL. Um, do you guys think he has what it takes to, to be stuff, a legendary yeah, pitcher though? Five. He's only going. That kind of leads me into what I was just about to he's say, right now. which is I, I, I think he can, and it also kind of leads me to my next point of just especially if he stays with Houston, because the one thing I'll give them credit for from six years ago to now, even though there was that whole cheating scandal, dude, they have had some great pitching over the last six years, almost decade, from Cole to Verlander to Framber to you know the list goes on. Like Presley was great. Musgrove even was you, good at one point. You took him out. I was like, look what they turned him into. Like he was just a nice little find from I forgot yeah. where he was at. And I was like, yo, I like Ryan Presley. Now I they get him, and now I love Ryan Presley. He's in. He's insane. They get their hands on pitching. I love and- Javier, man. Y'all know. Y'all know me. I fucking Christian Javier, man. One of my favorite pitchers in the game. 
Because that's the thing, man. It's like, I know they the just trash can thing, that. but man, they're throwing so great. Like, they didn't even need, like, the hitting cheating, like, because their pitching was just so And then they got good. fucking Justin Verlander back. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Angry, oh, my gosh. That's not a like... cherry on top. That's a, like, whole, like, give me, like a mango. That's a big fruit. Like, Go, what were like... you going to say, Chris? <laughs> Pause that and all that, but. No, he is the Sunday they put the cherry on. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not a cherry. He's not a cherry. It's a big deal. <laughs> What's up, Chris? Uh, to answer your, uh, with uh, Valdez becoming legendary, I feel like them getting Verlander back kind of, kind of not a shot at him because they've had so many injuries to their pitching, their starting pitching, because, you know, they were ready to let Valdez be the ace. And I feel like after what he did last year, you know, with his consecutive quality starts and, and what he's doing this year, and I feel like he, he was ready to take that role. And this next three years would have been very, very important for him to become legendary and to kind of put his own mark on things as a, as a legendary Astro. Um, and I feel like, you know, Verlander come back doesn't all the way, overshadow that because i feel like at the end of the day Good you point. still have i feel like valdez is now still your ace even though you have right. verland um i don't know i can't even say that though but i, f- I feel it like, i don't know we'll see though you know we'll have to see in the playoffs we'll see well, who pitches the first and game. i i fucking love what wolfie Good said point. like that that old school aspect to him because i was kind of figuring out what i wanted to really call that because the reason why i think he can be legendary is because he has all those pitches he pitches them really fucking well to this point um just solid he can give you the entire game he could pitch the whole fucking game and i think that's where the real old school um you know feel comes from for me because he he pitches complete games like it's absolutely nothing like this no hitter was under 100 pitches um but like he strikes out guys like he wins games um i don't know i like i really like him if he could stay healthy i i absolutely think he can be like a hall of fame pitcher I'm going to show my age a little bit. But you know who he reminds me of? And it's another great um, Latin pitcher with the initials FV. Levon Hernandez. You're amazing. (laughs) I said FV. Levon Hernandez. Fernando. Oh, okay. Fernando Venezuela. I like that. Yeah, I I actually do. Stuff-wise, build-wise, lefty. Yo, they're very similar. It's freaking crazy. If he keeps it, if he keeps this up, they they that that would be sweet. Another it great FV. It almost reminds me of Andy Pettit a little bit too. Andy I know Pettit. it sounds weird, but like it's it's more of just like Valdez is stuff is a little more electric than Andy. Yeah, but it's more like just the workhorse aspect. Like, I don't know. It kind of does. And he also did was an Astro, too. So, I don't know. I know it's a weird comparison. That old school, like, workhorse kind (laughs) of style. Well, you know, Andy had to meet Roger to get the, you know, you mean? So, that's actually a good point, actually. So, moving on real fast for the sake of time. For the sake of time, moving on. Ricky? You're now the general manager of the New York Yankees. Wolfie, I've been you are now the general manager oh. of the Mets. So what you guys are going to do 
is you guys are going to make the moves for your teams past this season, past the off season, going into next year. If it's a rebuild, let's okay, you can go into like five years. Give us your take. Me and Chris are going to evaluate and we're going to say who has the best the best outlook of their team. And we're also going to say what you guys should do, which Chris is probably going to say, you know, the Yankees should relocate. And then I'll agree with that for the Mets. But <laughs> Ricky Wolf, who wants to go first? I'll let Ricky take let, the let stage. Let Wolf have it, please. All right. All right. Um, Roy's yours. So I think we're all obviously seeing what the Mets did this year with selling and, and the whole money aspect they put in just kind of failed. That being said, if I'm the general manager, I'm not giving up. I am using that pocketbook that Steve Cohen has, and I am still going to go out and try to get the best guys I can. I will make Otani the highest offer that I can. Whatever the better pitchers are, I'll try to get them. I'm not going to overspend. I'll say this. Scherzer and Verlander were a bit of an overspend. And I don't know if that was some collusion against us, whatever. <laughs> we'll just say that. Because like, you know how it's like... No, More because prospects. it was, it was the same thing kind of like with the Giants and the Twins. Like They were upping it against Correa to try to like go against... So I don't know if there was like, people trying to go against us, even though they didn't really want him. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, but we can't get tied up though in another long <laughs> contract i'm not giving anybody other than otani more than six years like no tenure you know like 12 1 billion tra- like that trade deal is crazy looking back on it so i'm gonna say this no big deals i'm still gonna try to spend if anything i'm also gonna try to do those things like bellinger moves where it's like if I'm I'm gonna rebuild right now, like let's just say this, I'm going prospects. We're like Beatty, Vientos, Alvarez, all the guys we just traded for. In the next two years, we're gonna see what they are made of. So I'm not dishing out any big contracts. I'm gonna play the prospects. If anything, maybe next year, I'll even be honest, I'm okay with them trying out like a one or two year deal on guys that weren't that great, like a Bellinger thing. See how they do, trade for more prospects. Just don't get tied up in anything stupid. Don't be like this is the best guy this year. I'm going to spend $300 million for eight years on someone like that. No. Only Otani, and we're, and we're rebuilding going forward. Pick up a guy again like David Robertson. If you don't do well, you could trade him again for more prospects. Do something like that, but rebuild. Okay. All right, Rick. You are up. Burn the house down. <laughs> and I and I don't want this to be a lazy take because I thought about this since the script was brought in front of me. I I I let out a sigh when you brought this in front of me. Um, I at first was gonna go the optimistic route, go the Steinbrenner route, and then I said, "Yo, this is our problem." I had to have an intervention with myself and say, "This is." In the definition of insanity, we have to stop. It has to stop at some point. Everyone but Judge and Cole, I want gone. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I'll take feelers out for them, too. Um, I want to see... I wow. want uh, rough, rough words. I kind of want to suck. Hey, I'm, yo. Like... Wow. Pause it, but we <laughs> need to suck. We need, we need to suck. I'm not mincing words here. Yo, I look in the camera. We need to suck. 
Like, what did the Cubs do? They wasn't scared. They tore down the whole thing. The whole thing. They yep. they got number two pick. They rode Chris Bryant. They they scouted well. The um up comes um uh, uh shirt uh Swarber and all these other kids, uh, Javier Baez. Then they spurged on a few free agents and boom, they were back in contention again. And for the moment, it looked like they were gonna be a, a freaking problem for forever. They, I thought they were going to be a dynasty almost, still playing now together. That that I would like to see us do something like that and stop being scared of oh my god we're big New York and we we um this it's almost like this environment is is killing us. Our infrastructure is um not being nurtured well because of our, our geographical differences with all the other franchises our wallets or whatever i'm when the yankees last won chip the few years before that it was the dark ages that was when i before i even got into being a yankee fan i watched them on channel 11 and kevin moss was hitting cleanup when you see the lineup cards in nine two for the yankees it's crazy bad but what happened they unearthed gems by building through the draft and i want to see that again but this these owners and that's crazy because that was a stombrenner era too but the, the his kids they're they're scared of I, I mean they're gonna sell out every game i don't know why they don't just say you know what listen we're gonna tear down we're gonna we're gonna really get these kids up get get, get my boy dominguez up here volpe year two he'll you know be a lot more comfortable and we get some pitching in here too we need more pitching when when and <laughs> pitching is not something that you could just go out and sign somebody and hope that it works out because then you end up like my man down here dealing with chris sale and all that but neither here nor there we need to tear down i mean all the way down matter of fact maybe i'll keep glaber i'm but there's not a lot to consider here. That we, we we need to we need to really like man up and just say, yo, man, we need we're gonna have to be in the dark ages for a while. We're gonna have to be in the basement for a while. It's gonna suck. We're gonna hear everybody partying above our head, but we're gonna have to be in the basement for a while before we could reemerge. Right. And then maybe we could get our books I right and that. stuff like that. But we, th- I'll trade Stanton right now for a. A 25-year-old Dominican in rookie ball right now. I like I'm pitching, hitting. I don't care. I'll I'm just take him. Take him away. I'll I'll need I need to tear down. Other franchises, it, when they get to tear down and then enjoy the fruits of their labor after with a glorious farm system and this, that, and the third. We never get to enjoy that because we're always opening the checkbook. We can't build like this. It's insanity. We have to tear it down. But I'm going to get killed in the comments. I don't care. Come for me. I'll see y'all. <laughs> All I'll right. So, so, Chris, who, uh, whose opinion do you like more, and what would you do with the both of the teams? Uh, so I – whose opinion was better? I feel like – My head hurts. The Red Sox Wolfie, fans not going to take the Yankees saying, I hope Wolfie's, we suck. <laughs> Wolfie's plan. Wolfie's plan. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he had more like 
like objection like a like things you wanted to to specifically do with Ricky's plan I feel like you know he he has the right path as to what the I feel like the Yankees should do but I just feel like the Yankees missed out on that window if that's the route they wanted to go because they could have got everything they wanted to for the next 10 years with getting rid of Garrett yeah. Cole you know at the deadline if they yeah. if they wanted to do that um, and I, I just feel like the question now is, what do you do going into this off season? You know, Ricky alludes to tearing it down, but you don't really, you don't necessarily like the Yankees have a bottom tier farm system now because they traded away their prospects for Montez. They signed Rodon. Neither of them have really, you know, been anything that they thought they were going to be. So now, you know, to Ricky's point, you have all these contracts. Um, so I, I feel like if you're the Yankees, you just have to wish for attrition and, and just keep pushing because I didn't know you can't, I mean, at least mm. to the deadline, because how can you really, unless you just start trading everybody in the off season, like you still have a team that if healthy on paper, everybody thought going into the season was going to be the clear winner of the AL East, maybe with Toronto a little a few games behind, but nobody thought the Rays well, you know, the Rays are now showing us that they're the Rays. Um, but uh the Orioles I feel like, you know, the Orioles the people thought they were one, two years removed from doing what they're doing now. Um I mean, I feel like even then nobody really thinks the Orioles are gonna be in the <laughs> top. But uh I don't know, I just feel they're like they're running away. They're gone. Like I I don't think any of our teams are catching them for a minute. It, it's uh, yo, the Nationals hitting, man. I'm really fucking excited for it. But I, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the Red Sox are are a few a few pitchers. We need away to talk from, about more being very good. But um, if I'm the Mets, if I'm the Mets, what I'm doing is I I feel like I I don't wait though if I'm the Mets. I feel like I I, I continue to buy contracts if I'm willing to put money on the line. Because at the end of the day, those contracts served as a way to get those prospects at the deadline. So why not just throw out fucking? Re- I mean, there's and also the the free agency is kind of depleted in my opinion compared to pre- previous years. So there's really not a lot you can kind of go after. So um, I feel like you you do buy those contracts. You try to win with those young players and and try to see them you know, pay off like the Orioles are now because I feel like the, a lot of the Mets prospects are, are position players. And if, if you have an, and then you come into the year with a second year Senga, a healthy Edwin Diaz, why give up oh, Diaz's fuck. window to me. rebuild um, where I feel like the Yankees are, because I feel like the, the Mets, they, they bought the, the, yeah, they bought the pitching, but they, they mm. didn't address what they really needed, which was a big bat to kind of fucking, circle you know to to protect pete a little bit more and to protect lindor but i feel like if i'm the yankees yeah if, if i'm the yankees man I, i'm just like <laughs> I, I don't even know what it, i feel like if i'm the yankees you just got to keep buying contracts because at this point like you're so fucking far deep you have no farm system you might as well buy some contracts or, or try to at least buy a contract 
get everybody healthy because that's their biggest problem with their pitching this year has been their health, in my opinion. The, um, the thing about and, the buying contracts, we are already paying for it. Like, we pretty much bought Giancarlo Stanton. And you buy, you buy, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not sure when that contract ends. I don't have it in front of me. I would shop him so hard. You, you, buy, you buy something to help them with I, their like injury I management. Said, give me, maybe, give me, maybe nutritionist. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe make them, maybe make them go to the gym or something. I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel because like, I feel I, I feel like that's their problem is their is their health and Fair enough. because we haven't even we seen Montez old, this year. Because we are Rodon, old, Rodon's though. been. Rodon's we got a. Old. You guys aren't that. Rodon's got a fucking seven ancient. dot. Someone look up Rodon's ERA. I want to say it's like, it's like seven, seven something. Eight. Yeah. Is it is. Really? It's bad out there. I mean, he's I mean, back on the I.O. But um, also too, just side note, I forgot to say this. If I was the Mets too, the one thing I was like, whatever the price of gas, it's Rondon's ERA. But it, Guardians, you know I mean? Guardians, both things, health, health is. Both both teams, I would say, were the favorites to win their division going into the season. Both. Just Your age doesn't get healthy. We are old. What were you gonna say? We are. Just what were you old. gonna say, Wolfie? Fair and then down. I'll give my take. Uh, just quick, and actually, I'll even say this not just for the Mets, but for the Yankees too, because they've actually had some success with it back in the day. We got to dip into this Japanese pitcher market that's out there recently. Like they have Yamamoto oh, and Sasaki available, apparently. Something's got. They got to bring them over because look at what Sanga did. Look at what uh, Yoshida has done so far. Like if there's like players sitting there willing to come over, what the heck are we waiting for? Who's Especially that, pitchers. Who's that home run hitter, the dude that hit like fifty five home oh, runs. Oh, um, the lefty Murakami was it? He's oh, Matamoto, Matamoto. The the one the that's free, like the, the lefty. Coming? It's, a, it's, it's, it's M M initial. The one who's coming. The one who's coming this season, right? I, honestly, it's last yeah, season. Mom, 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 is it this yeah. season? This off season. But you guys, are, say I'm, I'm saying like Matamoto too. He's like 24. Yeah. Also, he's now young. what I'll say is that I'm gonna he's I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Wolfie, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. Like with the Mets, with another rebuild, I just think you guys owe it to your fans at this point. Like you guys haven't won since 1986. You're coming off two back-to-back really, really lame rebuilds. Like, you know how un- – I, I, like, seen how underwhelming it is to be a Mets fan uh, during those times. Like, before, <laughs> before, like, you know, the last couple of years, you guys put together a, a couple of teams that just did not – it was sad. Like, it was just underwhelming. It was – I don't know. The Mets were – and, and then you guys finally got up there and won 100 games. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, keep your prospects, but – I, you still spend the money, man. Fuck it. Just keep spending the money. <laughs> you know, you guys didn't get the bat that you needed. And I think if you get Otani, I think you get that. Because if Otani is to ever get injured, I think he's just going to end up being a hitter. And that alone is, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's, you know, $700 million to a billion dollars valuable. But that's at least a really fucking good bat that you'll have for the next 10 years. But with the Yankees... Gotta be some kind of cause. with the Yankees. I agree with burning it down, but not the players. Not the players because you can't. I don't think you can justify trading Aaron Judge um, or Garrett Cole at this point. I think you got to keep them and build around it. You got to get rid of Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone. Like you got to get rid of those fucking knuckleheads, bro. 
With Brian Cashman, like, let's be honest. We sat here and we did like the Yankees trade deadline last year, but at the same time, imagine if they got Luis Castillo and then in the offseason, instead of getting Carlos Rodon, they got Justin Verlander. Imagine that team going into this year. That's a lot better team. I don't think that you guys are completely out of hope. I still would have liked a a hit up. But, Uh, yeah, I don't. Harrison Bader, yeah. And. You know, I, I don't think it's necessarily it a thing that great. you guys should, like, break it down. I think it's a thing where Brian Cashman is just not making the correct moves anymore. He's just not. I mean, again, like, the Carlos Rodon, like, why? Like we all know who Carlos Rodon is at heart. A really injury-prone motherfucker. And that was the only free agent that you got besides re-signing Aaron Judge. You didn't address anything else. We know that offense is horrible without Aaron Judge. That's why you guys lost in the postseason. So I think it's just y'all got to be aggressive. I mean, I don't think it's the time to burn it down. You got the be- one of the best hitters of our generation and one of the best pitchers and a fucking nasty-ass bullpen. That's something that should be able to be built around every year. But when you got a guy that held on to Aaron Hicks for as long as he did – a guy that fucking put faith into Josh Donaldson even this year. I Like, you know what I mean? Like, Labor Torres is still a great hitter. Like, I, I think you just need a whole new coaching staff. You need good hitting hitting coaches. Because Labor Torres, I still believe he's a generational hitter. And I think the two prospects that you got, Cabrera and who's the shortstop? Or Volpe. Cabrera and Volpe, I and you guys got that? What's that center fielder's name that you guys got coming through the farm? Jason. Yeah, him. Uh, you got him, and you got you got a couple yeah, other yeah. hitters down there. You just got to make the right yeah. moves, and you're just not making the the right ones. You know what's crazy to think about? If you actually just take the last five years, what's like the take the judge signing? That's obvious. What's the best moves Brian Cashman has done in the last like five? It's only years? been Cole, man. It's only been Cole yeah. and Judge. Yeah. That's all I was thinking about was just Cole. Cole if is the I only one I could think of. The last 10 years, it was probably. My God. I almost said Mark Teixeira, but no, that wasn't. That, that was, was a long time ago. <laughs> like not, I'm not a fan of the And I can't staff. say CC because it was before that. Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan oh of the pitching staff. DJ was a horrible signing, rough. in my opinion. I thought DJ was not. He was way too old. That first year with DJ was like magic. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I never would have expected this kind of breakdown <laughs> from a non-power hitter. It's like, dude, yeah. you're not even swinging for the fences. How are you breaking down like this? I always like, get worried with Rockies hitters too like that. I just never know. But uh, I Rizzo isn't a not the truth. That, Like, that can't be your main move. Like Arenado is the truth, though. Yeah. And, and if anything, that hey, could man, be why didn't you go after him then? Like it's like I why? wanted I, I wanted Nolan Arenado so bad that that winner. <laughs> it was it was it was borderline stalking. It was bad. <laughs> oh, what? Yo. That's probably why he didn't come. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> he saw he saw Ricky. He's like, like Ricky Mickey the second is looking yeah, at me. Just following me. But um moving on real quick. Um, so I say it is time to play the grid game. All right, so I'm going to send this to the chat. As you guys already know, with the grid game, you have to match um, the two teams that are for that square. Um, whoever has the most points at the end wins. If not, we do a tiebreaker. 
Um, so with that being said, I'm thinking of a number one through fifteen. Nine. Eleven. Seven. Damn, it was ten. He's no, no, it was it was ten, <laughs> but like I don't know who to give it to. Nine and eleven. We'll just do it again. We just go again. Go again. Go for me. (laughs) All right. uh, 13. 10. All right. So it's going to be Wolfie, Chris, and Ricky. It was 14. Damn. Damn. (laughs) All right. So you guys saw the grid? Uh, I actually just got a quick pull it up. I sent it to you. Got it right here. Oh, man. What was the order I just said? I said Wolfie, Ricky, and Chris, right? Okay, all right, cool. Wolf, you are up. Uh, all right. Uh, Yankees and Mets, Curtis Granderson. <laughs> That's your answer for that square. <laughs> I know. I don't know why this just always pops up in my head. All right, cool. Uh, I think we're going to start disqualifying the Curtis Granderson answer. But uh, no. <laughs> all right, Ricky, you're up. <laughs> Granderson had 200 and – oh, wow. No, no, no. He didn't I have 200 no plus hits, but he played for the Yankees and the Mets. Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's an option. Uh. Oh, okay. All right. A little more ease for me. Uh, I got uh, L.A. and Houston. Josh Fields, part of the infamous Jordan Alvarez trade. Oh, this one's actually kind yeah. of hard. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. that was good. All right, so that's two squares down. Chris, you are up. Uh, Yankees, Astros, Cole. Derek Cole, okay. I was going to say Andy Pettit. We just brought him <laughs> up today. All right, Wolf. <laughs> You're up, Wolf. Um, Which team ones are left? Oh, actually, is Dodgers and Mets yeah. left? Okay, I'm going to do uh, Justin Turner. Okay, all right. Back when Justin Turner sucked for the Mets. All right. Yo, he actually wasn't bad. Like, he was us. solid. All right. He was all solid. Right, We're getting down to it, Rick. 200 hits, Yankees. You already know, El Capitan, baby. Did he? No, I'm playing. I was going to say yes, that. Sir? That was my guess. I'm like, oh, like that was my one that I <laughs> He did it several times. Yeah, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Derek Jeter has eight two hundred hits. Nope. I guess he, I guess he's not overrated. <laughs> All right, Chris. Did Judge have? I one only last met with, what? Only what, met his range. Got, let me let me. You have all of the Philly squares and Dodgers two hundred plus hit season. All right, Phillies and Mets. Uh, Walker. Taiwan Walker, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yo, Chris wants to win this again. There's no, oh, I'm confused this time. (laughs) (laughs) I was was like, because I noticed nobody picked the Phillies ones. All right, Wolf. We're coming Uh, on the last turn. You got Philly. You got Phillies, Astros, Phillies 200 plus hits, and Dodgers 200 plus hits. Um... You know, I actually have one in my head, but like for some reason, I'm just like tripping and thinking I'm just making it up. Did Roy Oswalt play for Phillies and Astros? I believe so. Let me check. Mm. For some reason, I'm like thinking I'm thinking of either. I'm getting. Yeah, there you go. All right, Wolf. Wow. 
Dude. Ricky. Oh, I thought I was going to mix up a Cole Phillies 200 plus <laughs> hits and Dodgers 200 plus hits. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank with the Dodgers one, but I'm going to go Phillies, man. Uh, 200 hits and Lenny Dykstra. Whoa. Oh, shit. That's a good one. Hold on. Was yeah. It? Let me make sure. That that was deep. He probably... Oh, damn. I completely just thought of one, too. Lenny was getting busy. Damn, Ricky. No. <laughs> oh, no story? way. Oh. <laughs> No what way! Was he high? Um, one ninety two. I must be thinking of one ninety four. Sorry, one ninety four. One ninety two. Oh, Lenny, come on! <laughs> All right, so we got. All right, Chris, you got six. Phillies two hundred plus and Dodgers two hundred plus. Oh man, there's two players I want to say, but I don't want. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Two <laughs> Why did I say? Oh. I know, dude. I already know what you're thinking. All right, I I'm just gonna fucking it. say it. I'm uh, sick. There's two Phillies. Yeah, Phillies. two. Ryan Howard. What? <laughs> no, that wasn't the one I was thinking. I'll be honest. No I shot. I'll be damned if Ryan There's Howard no had 200 hits. There's yeah, no. no way. Yeah, 182. 182. Sure. <laughs> Damn. I'm impressed. Well, you Guess I'm basically gonna probably win it. Because yeah, well, if you, you, get, it, if you get this, uh, if you get this square, you basically win. I'll say this. Oh, wait, no. I feel dumb because I know one of them might, but I'm just gonna go with the other one because of his career. Mike Schmidt had to have had 200 hits. I'll be no, I don't think so. I don't he know, was man. a 267 like... hitter. Dude, I think he hit like 350 one year. Oh, one sec. Maybe he did. You said Ryan Schmidt, and if. No, Mike's Mike Schmidt. Mike's Mike's Oh my gosh. I think he did it too now. I felt like Ryan Howard had a 200 hit. Wow. And let's just say this. Season. Did he? Wow. No. Fuck. Yes. Wait a minute. I know. I have the other one then. So Mike Fuck. Schmidt, oh, the most man. What was his most? Like 160, dude. <laughs> really? Yes. He's a 267-hitter. Are you looking at the right Mike Bro, he Schmidt? never he never really hit for average. I thought he Great had power. one season that no. was really good. <laughs> I mean, he asked like that three MVPs, that but was... that's because his glove was fucking electric. But, all right. And his right, back Ricky. was... Damn, you're powerful. right. You know what? All right, see, that's what it is, too. I'll say this, because I do feel dumb. Because I know one year he hit 316. All right, 316, and he only had 112 hits. Like, really? So now I feel really stupid. Okay. <laughs> all right, Ricky. Get, your, get yourself back in the game. I got Howard. I'm going right back to Phillies 200, and after I miss my 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 little birdie before, I'm gonna get my little tap, my little tap putt, and uh, Jimmy Rollins, man, come on! Ah, that's there who I was thinking. There it was. Yep, that was the other Damn. one. Damn! Damn! How can I? Good. I should have said him. All right, he got. He had one 200 hit season, 212. But it happened. Did I remember MVP that. that year or something? Um, yes. Yeah, he, his MVP was insane. 30, 30 home runs, 94 RBIs, 212 hits. Yeah, he had the most runs with it. 
That's why Mike Schmidt, I feel like now is overrated because he won three MVPs and didn't even. Well, it's because he he was clutch. Chase like, Ugly, Mike Schmidt was Chase like Ugly really might have had two hundred hits power also. and he had the, like one of the best gloves ever. Put some respect on Mike Schmidt. Well, uh, I think Chase got it too. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> he's the yeah, only thing right. they got. Right. That was the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Did Pat Burl? <laughs> All right, Chris. <laughs> oh, wow. Chris, this comes down to you. So basically, here's the sweepstakes. If Chris mi- if Chris lie, misses, um, Wolf gets one more chance to win the game. Um, if Wolf gets it, then it's tied with uh, him and Ricky. And yeah. Or wait, no, all three of you. Sorry. I'm not going to lie. That's <coughs> really screwing me up. All right, Chris. 200, 200 hits, Dodgers. Just think about it. I have like five guesses, and don't take forever, yo. <laughs> start, start the, start the clock, and let me know where we're at, like three. Oh, God, I have like three choices, but I'll I don't know if any really of them hit like Jackie Robinson. Yeah, wow, that was one of the choices. That was Brooklyn. I think he did it. That was Brooklyn, that's baby. the Dodgers, though. That's that 203. Chris ties. No, that's, no. Chris, that's the Dodgers. That's the Dodgers history. That ain't no LA. That ain't no LA. It's 333. Yeah, I see an L. I see an LA on that. Here's where I come out. I see LA. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You see LA? I blew it too. I see LA. I fucking was thinking Jimmy Rollins, but I fucking said Ryan. Yo, Howard. when you said Ryan Howard, I no, I did the same thing. I was thinking Jimmy me. Rollins. That killed me, bro. Dude, yeah, I was thinking Jimmy Rollins that. too, but I just <laughs> didn't say. said Jimmy Rollins, I was like, God damn it! Right. Yo, I felt the same way. <laughs> did Did Kirk Gibson have 200 hits? By the way, for the Dodgers. Tiebreaker, maybe. All right, so uh, maybe in Detroit. I don't know because that was like the latter stage. You ready for this right? tiebreaker question? Yeah, You're going to have to dig in your bag for this one. Remember, no Google. All right? So in 1995... <laughs> in 1995, there was only four hitters that hit 40 or more home runs. 1995. I need you to name me two of them. Oh, I'm fucking done. I can't even think of who played it. I know it. I know it like this. All right, whoever Juan, you get to Juan, go freely first. Juan Gonzalez. Juan Gonzalez. Juan no. Gonzalez. <laughs> sure? 1995. Yeah. Um, Albert Bell. Was was freaking Vlad Jr. Albert I'm Bell. not saying Vlad if you're right Jr. or wrong until you give me the second. 95. Oh, and um. What was the question? Forty home runs. He got hurt that year. How do you know? I just Googled it. <laughs> no, no, Ricky. Ricky's like, it was a strike short year. year. It was a strike <laughs> short year. Damn. Albert Bell. And I wanted that name. Five. Four. Like Piazza. Two, one. Frank Thomas. Yo, Ricky wins the fucking grid game! Holy damn! Wow. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I didn't even... Damn, so it was, it was I was Albert scared of that big hurt one. Dante Bichette, Frank Thomas, and Jay Buhner. 
Damn. Royd oh, ever, baby. That's actually Roy Ricky. Ever. I'll give you that. Ooh, Ricky wins that's the grid really game. Holy shit. And I thought of Jay Vila, wow. too. I really thought of Jay, because I was going to say Griffey, but he broke his wrist that year. That's yeah, so Ricky's baseball too. knowledge yeah. is there. Like, broke his wrist Jesus that year. Christ. I was my thinking head. it hurt. I was like, hurt oh, my head. My, yeah, I bet. All right, so. I grinding my gears for that. Bro, that was the good. amount of shit you just said about that season. So, moving on. <laughs> um, that was that 30. Was that was wild. 30. God. <laughs> Almost thirty years. That ago. was that was I'm probably the greatest grid game we've played yet, though. That was that was fun. That was wild. That was no, I just that I, I'm I'm not even bash the Yankees anymore. <laughs> I would Bell. Was. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> All right, so I would Bell was a monster. Is Shohei Otani's season the best in baseball history? Let's talk about it. The best in baseball history, or. Since the season's not over, what does he have to be at for you to consider it the best baseball season in history? I'm going to get it out the way. This is the best I've ever seen. He's hitting over. Uh, his his batting average finds a way to escalate throughout Rio the year. He's, 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 he's at 308 now. He's challenging the triple crown. The tr- crazy. He's challenging for the triple crown, and then he might take home the strikeout, um, like the the strikeout uh, title. Like my head is hurting. He's by far, and and he, I mean, it's not an award, but he might lead the league in um batting average against as well. He's guys are hitting like one eighty something off of him. This is this is it. I'm and I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I mean I really. This is how much I love when I'm seeing. Like I really, I'm not real spiritual, but I just be thinking like, yes, you put me in this point in time. You could have made me a caveman. You could have made me someone in the year five thousand where baseball is like extinct or something like that. No, you. I'm here for this. This is crazy. Like I'm gonna be able to yo. I'm be able to tell my kids' kids about this. It's crazy. Like this is crazy. I'm, I'm witnessing Haley's comment. Like <laughs> it, every night, every night, and sometimes twice when he's pitching and hitting. Like it's crazy. Yo, it's crazy. This is the this is the best. This is the creme de la creme. Five star, six star. There's nothing better than this. It's, I'm I'm stammering. Like. Yo, I, it's, it's gushy. Like, I gotta stop. Like this, this man is the best. Yo, this, this is the AO episode. Like I don't know what you want to title this. Yo, <laughs> I don't know what you want to title. Yo, Chris, how do you, how do you feel? <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as Ricky. I just feel like after I feel like the one thing that was was kind of holding him back, not holding him back, but was like little bit shakier was his pitching but then he came out and he threw that fucking complete game shutout and he was like yeah i'm i'm here when i want to be and i feel like also just the fact that he's been doing all of this without trout in this one this one period is is kind of like his eye opening and, and i just think uh i mean we who who I don't, who's who's gonna be the next person to be able to do this and how long from now are we going to see this again is the real question. And I feel like when you, when you have to say something like that, it's, 
I feel like, you know, because with with Aaron Judge, you know, doing the hitting all the home runs and everything, I feel like, you know, two years from now we might see somebody come close to it or beat it. But when will we see another Shohei season like now? Is it 10, 20, 40, never again? And I think that's what we really have to ask ourselves. Yeah. Wolf? No, that's a good point. Um, it, It's definitely got to be the best just statistically. But it's it's one thing that kind of upsets me a little bit with it is that I really wish the Angels were better. Because I feel like sometimes it gets undershadowed, like, how good he really is. Like, if that team was, like, like if say, for example, if he was on a team like the Braves, right, where they're on pace to win another 100 games, like, you would, like, he would be on the cover of everything. Jesus He'd Christ. be talking about how much money he's getting. Like, we still are, but it's more of, like, we even just said, like, it's almost like the Angels should have traded him. So it's, like, such a different scenario that a guy that good would even get traded. But overall, though, like, he is putting on, like, a, like the best season ever. I'm just curious to see if he could do it again and again and again. But right now, I mean, he's lights out. Lights out. Even if he was pitching like a four ERA, I would still say he's doing probably the best season ever. He's pitching to like a, like, the strikeouts are amazing. Amazing. I mean, you know, I guess I'll be the one guy that, that you know, says that I, I want him to keep his ERA down. I want to see him get to 200 strikeouts. I think his hitting's already solidified for the year. I mean, th- hitting 340 bombs. You know, over a thousand. You know, OPS. It's it's actually pretty disgusting what he's doing with the bat. For the pitching, I want to get it down, and that's just cause like I gotta pay respect to you know Barry Bonds and his fucking completely freakish seasons. Um, you know, Alex Rodriguez, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson. That's just from recent times. You can dig further, and you got some absolute crazy seasons with like you know Walter Johnson and fucking Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth and all that shit. And then everything you got in the middle, like you know Hank Aaron. Um, you know, many other, you know, Mickey Mantle, many just crazy, absolute nut seasons. So, I don't know. I think if Shohei keeps his ERA down and has 200 Ks, I'll say it. But for now, I'm going to say no. Fun fact. <laughs> A-Rod's rookie year might be his best year in his entire what? career. If you just look at it on a camera. <laughs> his rookie year was insane, dog. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, his rookie, yeah, There's I mean, no he hit 358, no. I give you that. But, like, when he still had 200 hits and he hit 42 home runs and 124, or 52 and 135, a season where he hit 300 with 57 and 142, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> but hitting, man, hitting 360 or whatever double. was fire, of course. Yeah, but, you know, he came off the juice, got knocked for the juice, then came back on the juice. <laughs> to get knocked again remember so that kind of <laughs> always messed it up for me so, I, don't know, I love a rod you know i'll think about but yeah, i mean like we can say a, that but like barry was bonds A-Rod was on the juice but like his seasons cannot be fucking denied like <laughs> i can't he had like either, 200 yeah. at bats per season because of how much he was getting <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, but that. moving on what is what um, is even so that? some quick hits 1255 we're gonna do some quick hits and then we're gonna get the hell out of here um so we've obviously established that the dodgers and the braves are probably one and two um in the national league so my my question to you guys is and next episode i think we'll dig in more on the braves and the dodgers i think that would that's necessary but for today who's the third best team in the national league chris i'll let you go first hmm
Chris. <laughs> Chris just breaks. Thinking. Um, <laughs> oh, thinking, no, with, you, I knew I'm he was with, thinking really hard. On. Honestly, <laughs> I'm going with the I'm going with the Giants just because mm. I feel like they have an elite closer. Um, they have a very veteran pitching staff that has been very good this a lot year. Of play, a lot of playoff um, experience too, I believe. So I, I think they're I think they're the third best. I, I just see all these reports about like I mean I honestly I wanted to say the Padres and, and just have hope for them, but I just see like um I saw this one woofy report a few days ago and <laughs> on the report it was saying how like uh Tatis is like lost all of his confidence, you know, and, and basically, you know, he's he's trying to fight through it and but he's just not the same because they, they took away shortstop from him, you know, he they bagged on him for, you know, a year and a half. And I just feel like that team just I don't know, they they kept they bought more and, and it's just still not they're just still not clicking and I, I would have wanted to see them, you know, pick it up by now. Yeah, I know we're only a week past the deadline, but Hmm. Fair enough. All right, Wolf. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to go. I'm, I'm going to break down a little bit. Actually, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Phillies. I thought Phillies. you said going to break down um, a little. I was going to say, yeah, you okay? No. <laughs> uh, I actually feel like they're, like, weird. I feel like they should be a lot better when you actually look at their team. You know, just pitching staff alone, you got Nola, Wheeler, Walker, just got Lorenzen. They have some decent guys that could fill them in the fifth spot. They have uh, Suarez and... Uh, Carlos or Sanchez right now is actually pitching two for them. He's not actually been that bad. You know, mm-hmm. they have such big stars between Harper, Real Muto, Turner. I mean, even uh, Schwarber puts up like 40 home runs a year. Castellanos. Um, and I know their bullpen's been a little shaky here and there. But either way, like, they actually still have some decent guys back there. Um, Alvarado they have, even though he's actually hurt right now. Um, Craig Kimball's Sorry, actually Anthony. not been... Yeah, Sir Anthony, Craig Kimbrell's not been that bad. Like, I feel like they're like that team that, like, almost like last year where if they get into the playoffs, like, they have a lot of talent. Not Maybe not necessarily, like, built great, like, you know, like I said, with the bullpen pieces, but they have such talent that it's like, oh, man, they could really put a run on. All right, fair enough. Ricky. Hmm. Yeah, that's a – it's wild because I gave the Phillies a lot of thought, and then I said – I still, I'd rather just go down with the Brewers shit, man. Like, I have, I just have a, a lot of trust in that one, two, three punch in, in their starting rotation. I have a lot of trust in Devin Williams and that curveball or whatever he throws is it's freaking ridiculous. If I, and I feel like they have enough offense, just enough offense, of course, with Yelly playing well. With um, Sal Frelick playing out of his mind, I really wanted to highlight that kid a little more, and I will in uh, upcoming episodes. Um, but, yeah, I, I I think if they just provide just enough offense to get to the eighth and the ninth, um, they're going to upset somebody. I don't think they're going to go all the way, but I think if they get in and they're on a nice roll and they're in, meaning that they would have gotten on a nice roll, um they're going to make someone cry. I mean, they're, they're going to get eliminated themselves, but somebody's, they're taking somebody out with them. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and just agree with Wolf. I got the Phillies. 
So it hurts for me to say, um, but you can see like their their fans are really locked in. Um, their players are having fun now. It's what Chris said. Chris said that the Phillies needed to start having fun. I think they're having fun now. Um, you know, Bryce Harper's mm-hmm. starting to heat up. He had another home run today. Schwarber hit two today. Um, you know, Royce. Trey Turner's starting to get hot again. Um, their pitching, I mean, their pitching has their starting pitching has been better than what I thought it would. You know, Nola's on a contract year as well. Me too. So he's going to be thinking about that while going through the end right. of the year. Taiwan Walker and Lorenzen are like very solid three and fours to me with Ranger Suarez there. Nola's the big fish. Um, so I, I like that. Mm-hmm. But the next question that I have for you guys is Domingo Hermine. <laughs> is he the biggest mess in baseball history? If not, who is your biggest mess? So I'm going to start. I'm going to start because I know that's a heavy question. This Domingo Herman shit is crazy. You know, beating his girl and now the alcohol, making fun of people getting demoted, um, pitching a perfect game after giving up 10 earned runs the night, the the start before. It's crazy to me. I think there definitely should be a little documentary on his career when it's all said and done, especially if he, if he like comes back and has more sagas after it. Um, But I'm going with Ryan Braun. I think Ryan Braun is the biggest man. Well, I think wow. Alex Rodriguez. He broke I think Alex heart. Rodriguez is the real biggest mess in, in baseball history. Um, but I'm gonna go with Ryan Braun, and I just think everything that he did was nuts. He was rising to be this hero, like 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 you said, Ricky, brokenhearted. He was rising to be this like this hero. He everything Milwaukee had, put Milwaukee on his back, and then he stole an MVP from Matt Kemp. He lost this uh, like a couple FedEx workers their job. Um, you know, overall turned into a villain, and then just that was without the steroids, he was nothing. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. Like his career went from being on track to being one of the best brewers in history, maybe Hall of Fame, maybe their first championship, to a career that I don't think anyone's gonna remember Ryan Braun. I mean, a lot of people are starting to forget about him already. <laughs> I think a lot of people are gonna forget about Ryan Braun him. because of everything that happened. Yo, to add to that Ryan Braun point, yo, I think he during the allegation, I gotta find it because I don't want no, I don't want no problems. But <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he got in front of like people and a mic yep. and said, "I'm yeah, never." Because remember, stuff. he was he was now, guilty, and then he proved his innocence, and he like addressed the crowd like, "I would never do something like that." That's not me. I'm glad innocence prevailed. Let's go win a championship and then just get suspended the next offseason. It was like, yeah, all right. Dropped a little thug tear. I did it. Fuck <laughs> it. You know, whatever. <laughs> that that little fake tear had so much HGH and 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 That's what I'm saying. Imagine imagine if it. he was a Yankee, like how much like infamy he would have right now. Like people would still be talking about that shit. Oh my! But God. um, who do you who do you I, got, Ricky? Who? What's your biggest mess in baseball history? It's like I can't, I keep going back and forth in my head with Doc and Daryl, but they accomplished enough to not to make the cutoff. It's like nah, I can't. You know what I mean? Then I right from right there, I went to Josh Hamilton, but it's like he won a MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Um. That, that that man accomplished something. So I, you know, regardless of what whatever, like I can't take that away. It wasn't it wasn't the the roids or anything like that. I can say that was him. He had other issues. Um, 
So for biggest mess, man, I really don't want to say Domingo because there's there's got to be someone out there that I'm missing here. But for now, you know, I'll put it on placeholder. I think Domingo, you know, he's put us through a, a bit because it's like he always teased number two potential. I'll never go to number one. He always teased number two potential. And before all the, or before all the crazy stuff, he was always just, you know, giving us quality and then kind of it get off the rails. We're pulling him in the third inning. He's giving up six or whatever. Then he started to sharpen up, and then he starts hitting women. And there ain't no place for that. So he got to sit down. Then he comes back. He gets the perfect game. It's I, I can't even cheer it. I'm just like, oh, all right, salute. And then this goes on, and now you figure out, yo, you're not even the greatest teammate. Um, I'm sure there's bigger messes. Like I'm, my ruler decks isn't what it used to be, but for now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Domingo. I am going. I'm gonna settle in on we'll that. See. Oh man! No, I'm Where's not. Like... Delman Young. I'm out of here. <laughs> Delman like Young. There we go. That does the uh, <laughs> all like... that to say Delman Young? <laughs> I feel like any oh, player my... that does any sort of like sexual abuse like that is definitely like high up on my list. So it's hard to be like, oh, is he the worst one when there's a lot that done it? But just two guys that actually come to my mind personally for me that I really dislike is uh, I thought Trevor Bauer was a big piece of shit. Like, he definitely was, and I'm not going to lie, I was not a big Yasio Puig fan either. Uh, he had a lot of sexual allegations against him, too, and I think he did something recently where he, like, promised, like, it was, like, like fake bets or something <laughs> like that, and he got in trouble with that, too. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not saying Domingo, and you know what it is? The only defense I will give Domingo, the only thing is that from the outside view, he never necessarily came off too cocky to me like he seemed like he was more of like he did he's his trouble job young man. Like, he used to trans he like he used to translate a lot quiet. i just feel like i never got that too like quiet. really like marcelo zuna i feel like is a dick and i can feel like i could just tell from just like him like i never Damn, necessarily man. got that so much from domingo not saying he, was he too isn't quiet yeah that's mm-hmm. what it is it's almost like he was yeah exactly exactly so i, I don't know I, i'm not saying quiet. he isn't a piece of shit but there's a lot out there but he definitely is up on that list all right chris finish us mm-hmm. off damn i i didn't know we were going like this deep i was just gonna say carl crawford <laughs> because <laughs> just because, because <laughs> i was gonna say crawford because you know he he bashed the red sox when he left and then he went and shot, or he did something to Meg Stallion. Like, last year <laughs> You're about to say before, he shot so. Meg the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did he do? What did he, he did some nah, crazy shit. He did some crazy shit. Lo and behold, Tory Lane right uh, now. Carl Crawford is the one that shot Meg. <laughs> Carl Crawford, <laughs> Crawford was right randomly uh, Meg the Stallion's manager. And nothing really happened, but I, she just went off on him, like, randomly. Like, I was just scrolling down Twitter. <laughs> And I see Meg the Stallion tag Carl sure. Crawford and just it was like seven paragraphs of just straight ripping him apart. 
And I was like, Carl Crawford? No, way, no way. And then I, I clicked it, and it was Carl Crawford's fat, bald-headed ass, his, his profile. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Carl Crawford is like Steve Smith's twin that didn't work out. Well, that sucks, though, man. He It seemed <laughs> like, like he was about to be really fucking good. I loved him. Tampa Bay Carl Crawford was insane. That, he was Carlos fun. Pena. Um, BJ fucking Matt Garza, Evan Longoria, James Shields. Oh man, David Price, dude. When they had Price, oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Fernando dude. Rodney, I believe. Jamie, Archer was Delman Young. <laughs> he must have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That but, was uh, later. Yeah. Later. I mean, with, with that being later, said, um, later. that was our one year anniversary yeah. special. Mm-hmm. I am my fan. That was a fucking hell of an episode. Um, loved every moment of it. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, share, sell oh, your yeah. souls. Shout out to Belgium. Shout out to Ghana. Um, I hope that list doesn't get. Well, no, actually, I hope that list gets long. Let's let's cheer for some more countries. Um, but you know, thank you guys for for watching. Um, as long as you have, it, it's been a fun year. We, we've been learning, but this next year we got it all put together. We're about to we're about to go crazy. Um, so make sure you guys are a part of that. Have a good night. Peace out. Don't be Ryan Braun or Domingo Herman or Delman Young or, or, or Carl, Carl Crawford. Don't be Carl Crawford either. <laughs> <laughs> or Trevor <Brown>. <laughs> <laughs> Bad businessman. And don't be a non-subscriber. <laughs>